0: What does it look like to have our minds, hearts, and bodies ready to run on mission? I don't know if y'all are ready for this episode today. Our guest Sarah Martin is bringing all the heat as we talk about getting our bodies fit for the call of missions and ministry. This episode is jam packed with so many things to help you get your body ready to run fully on mission. We cover a lot from fitness and nutrition to what foods best fuel our bodies, how to start if you feel overwhelmed by the process, and we even talk about revival and what God is doing in places all over the world. Get your notes ready because Sarah is bringing us a word today. We are so glad that you're here with us today, friends. Welcome to Beyond the Moment. I am Rebecca Lindhout. Hey friends, this is Amanda Martinson and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. We are so glad that y'all are back with us for another episode. We are so excited to have um, Sarah Martin on with us. I cannot wait for y'all to hear from her. We are going to, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sarah in just a few minutes, but you'll uh, notice that what we've really been doing is sort of this um, series and focus on This spring cleaning almost, a spring cleaning our hearts, our minds, our bodies, like getting our bodies, minds, and hearts ready to run on mission. Like, what does that look like um, this year as we're, you know, sort of just a couple months into a new year now? What does that look like to really run on mission and to have our bodies and our minds and our hearts solely focused on God and what, what that means for us? And so, um, we are so excited to have um, Sarah with us. I want to tell you a little bit about Sarah um, and then Sarah, I want to tell you something funny um, that Becca and I said we were going to share with you when we got going today, but um, welcome, welcome to the podcast. We're super excited Thanks to have for you. having
1: me. I love being here with you.
0: Yeah, we're super excited. So Sarah um, is a wife. She's a mom. She's a speaker. She's an author. She's a certified faster way coach and she is super passionate about grabbing women by the hand and leading them into a vibrant life in the presence of Jesus. I know that to be super true about her. That's why I cannot wait for you to hear her today. Um, Her newest book, which we'll link that in the show notes for you, is called Higher Pursuits, Positioning Yourself for Everyday Revival. And when she isn't working out or chatting with her amazing Faster Way clients, you can find her on date nights with her husband or cheering obnoxiously, I love that, at her son's football games. So Sarah, welcome to Beyond the Moment again. We're so glad that you are here with us. Yay. I'm glad to be here. So fun. You (laughs) are obnoxious. I'm
1: seriously obnoxious. It's embarrassing, but I don't even care at this point. Yeah. No, don't. don't no, kidding. no, they're middle school boys. They need to be embarrassed. Like, if you weren't <laughs> embarrassed right. by your mom in middle school, did you really live? I mean, bo- bottom line. Yes. So- I have bought a cowbell.
2: That's how I'm not, <laughs> I'm not-, I'm not- I'm You do it. not or-
0: have a cowbell. You stop. Do you really
2: for soccer games and for cross country meets? You gotta yes. let them know you're there. You gotta you gotta raise your word level <laughs> above the rest of the madness. You gotta have a cowbell. My mom, I'm not kidding you, had a whole junk band when I was in high school. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. She had a cowbells. She had pennies in a jar that she would shake. I think she had some kind of horn. But she passed it out to all the moms. <laughs> okay, all her. the moms got involved. Yes. So we were the Western Hornet Junk Band, traveling Junk Band. Love but it. I, I tell That's you, I goals right do there it for anything. But I. told the parents last on, on Tuesday Josie had a game and I was like this year I'm not going to coach from the sideline I'm just really going to let the coach do the coaching and just <laughs> just be an encourager and, and how long that turns into crazy person you know like I love it you know I told her today to be so I said Josie don't let me see you back down against anybody on the on their. <laughs> Do not back down. You run straight into them. If they're not smart enough to move, then you just run straight into them. <laughs> that's, that's not good parenting, but that that's the kind listen, of listen. It's you got to
1: teach them um, uh, aggressive. You got to be
0: aggressive.
1: Yes, it's part of the game. Yeah. That's part right. of the game. You're
2: not gonna break. Yeah. You're not gonna break.
1: Right. I love it. Yep.
0: Y'all are cracking me up. And I'm also taking notes for when mine get old enough. See, mine are in yes. dance. So we don't, it's more oh, of no like, Dance moms have a whole other thing listen, to talk about. That's listen, a whole different girl. podcast. That's a I, crazy. I thought I was a dance mom. Turns out I'm not, okay? Just, it turns out that- Doesn't yelling, mean that it, you girl. won't be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That just the girls are only in performance. I, they're
2: not in competition. Exactly. That's, That's the, yes, okay. Exactly. Yes, exactly. The competition different, dance different world thing. and the
0: performance. Yeah. Different, different thing. Mm-hmm. but yes da- yeah that's a, that'll be a next month podcast on the <laughs> your kids wearing lipstick at four then you're a dance mom. <laughs> the mission field of dance moms look for it on the on the next, next podcast I feel like yeah. that's the thing that's the thing uh-huh but we thought it was so funny this morning because here we are getting ready to we knew we were recording with you and somebody one of us I won't name names guess which one brought in some delicious sugary treats and by sugary I mean it was the cinnamon roll the size of my head that (laughs) you know we 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 halved now we we cut it and we didn't eat the whole thing but we were laughing because we were like we're getting ready to hop on and talk to Sarah about health and wellness and our bodies and here we are eating a cinnamon roll that tastes like a state fair funnel cake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you know what? It's all good. There is I there's food freedom. I like to I like to say that with my clients. There's food freedom, but we're utilizing food, um god-given food to our benefit and to steward well. So yeah, no, there's space for it all. I love that. I love that. I'm not
2: sure that there's space for yeah. Like, I mean, like, a, like face. a cinnamon
1: roll, the side of your head. I mean, we'd have, we have, yeah, that's it. I just a got
2: them just because they were there and they were so huge. And I was like, Who yeah. does this? <laughs> do this? let's do it. Okay. <laughs> we
1: can
0: talk later about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, we're going to yeah, talk. I did do half,
2: months. Only half. Really? It really. That, hey, that's our face. There's a a bunch
0: big bunch is our face. Yeah. 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 Yeah, as big as our face. It it yeah, it was, you know. <laughs> it was a good size. But I was thinking back, Sarah, I was thinking how long you and I have known each other because oh, um, long when time. I got the thinking back, I was like, my goodness, we have known each other now over was like 10 years or something Got to like be that. longer than that. Crazy to me like how quickly time has gone, but um I think we met in such an interesting way. Um and you correct me if I'm wrong because maybe I'm rem- not remembering correctly, but so it was it's like you said, yeah, it's definitely been over like what, 10, 11 years ago. And I was really more of a fan. I will say a fan girl. Cause I used to read your, I read your blog. I thought you were like, you were, you were an author. You had coming out with a book. Like you were, you were big time. Like where you're speaking, Aww. you were doing all the things. I was like, I want to do that one day. Right. And I was, I was, I was young. I mean, I was like in what, yeah. early twenties or something like that. Yeah. And I remember I met you just coincidentally, you happened to be, um, at an event that I was at. And I uh-huh. looked around and I was like, Oh my gosh, I think that's Sarah Martin. Like we ended up living close together, not realizing we were. So yeah. Close yeah. And I remember I went up to you and just like, Oh, I just love your, you know, I love your writing. And I'm, you know, such a fan of your work. And we got to talking and I said, Oh, you know, I'm really interested in writing and, you know, just trying to, you know, I thought about blogging and I don't even know if you remember this, but you were such an encouragement to me that day. Like you really are like, I feel like one of the big reasons that I started writing, you really gave me that extra, the, the call was there. The nudge was there, yeah, but you came yeah. along and gave that extra push. And you were like, girl, like, what are you waiting on? Just like, do this. Like, yeah. You gave yeah. Me the opportunity. Like, I remember you, you let me write on your, you know, on, on your blog. And like, we, that just kind of started our relationship and it that was fun. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's gone from there. So I say all that to say that when I say today that you are such an encourager to women, you are a cheerleader. It's because I have experienced that with you personally. I know, just through the years, you have just been such an encourager to women, and I think what you do now and you know the work that you are doing, which I want you to talk a little bit about um, here in a minute. But like it, it just. It fits, I think, so well with your personality and who you are, who God's created you to be. Just because you are just a natural cheerleader and encourager, and you know you're just coming along and saying, "Listen, that thing that's already there, I'm just going to bring it out a little bit more." Yeah, and, and yeah. Push. So tell people. I know, like I, we kind of shared a little bit about that in the beginning, but kind of tell people a little bit about you and kind of what what you do now, and and how yeah. that like relates to being on mission because it yeah. is such a a, a great correlation.
1: Thank you. And thank you for that. Amanda. it's been so fun seeing your, your ministry, just like transition and grow through the years. And I just got to watch on the sideline and call out the gold and like encourage you forward. So, um, so yeah, so I, like we, like you said, we, I, I am an author and a speaker, but really at the core of it is I am a cheerleader. Like I, like we already talked about for my son, but I am a cheerleader. I love just grabbing women by the hand and, um, and, and just facilitating a conversation between them and the Lord. And that comes out through my books and my speaking. And most recently, um, it comes out in a parallel that I added. I call it a parallel, not a pivot, a parallel that I added in what I do as a certified coach for Faster Way. And what I get to do is come alongside purpose-driven women, women on a mission to give you holistic, sustainable tools to get fit for the call that God has on your life. And this came out of my own journey of I'm 40, I'm going to be 44 in April. And this came out of my own long journey through the years of been there, done that with about every single diet trick I've taught fitness. I've taught wellness through the years, just on a personal level. I haven't really put that online uh, through the years Um, and nothing seemed to stick. I had all the parts and pieces that I knew. And then I had a lot of, um, hangups and, and emotional ties to body image, ties to food, um, that were unhealthy, um, old eating disorder type conversations. And I remember coming off of the stage, speaking at an event where the Lord, like just, it was the first time somebody had given me through all my years of speaking. It was the first time somebody had given me the keys to say, Sarah, You just do your thing. We don't have an agenda. We need you to bring your revival thing and do it here. Mm -hmm. And this was in Indiana. And I will never forget how amazing that was to see the Lord just kind of use me as a vessel. That all it is. That's all it is, a vessel. Like I didn't have anything special other than just a passion, like so many women do. Women on mission, we are passionate. Yes. And so the Lord lit that fire in that group just because I was a willing vessel. Then I got on the plane, just feeling so just like, thank you, God. Thank you for moving. Thank you for just like seeing freedom in these women. And I got on the plane, came home, still so excited. And then the pictures came. And Mm -hmm. I do not love had, I had, I I will not say I do not, I did not love for decades of my life, seeing pictures of myself, Mm -hmm. hiding in the back of the pictures, putting my kid in front of me strategically, um, making sure that I like labored over the outfits I would wear to hide Mm -hmm. the things, spending so much energy and fear. And so I was, I juxtaposed that way that the Lord used me on mission. And then I saw this fear that was like just about ready to like completely nullify in my heart, everything that the Lord just did because of my own fear and letting that get to me. Um, I said, that's enough. It's enough. And then I found faster way. God is so good. And with these holistic tools of whole food nutrition and strategically using workouts effectively 30 minutes or less, not spending hours at the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to see like, my, like the, 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 this fear come off. Because I, I had confidence now, not in, not just because of, I started, you know, losing weight or sculpting lead muscle. Cause I did, but the fear came off and the confidence elevated because I knew that I had now tools to use God-given tools. By the way, I'll just say bold, boldly. boldly mm-hmm. whole food nutrition is God-given tools and working out are God-given tools for us to get fit for the call. I had now tools and that's where the confidence came because no matter what the scale said, I was like, no, I am doing amazing things with my body. Mm -hmm. and I feel like wonder woman. Like, I feel like what I wasn't like wonder woman, but I feel pretty dang strong Mm -hmm. and feeling strong is I'll just say it. Feeling strong is the new sexy in my book. Mm -hmm. Like feeling strong is that new level of confidence. And no matter where you are in, you know, if you're mission minded, ministry minded, uh, you know, whatever, like, like compassion minded, we're still women and we still need to have confidence. Yes. That confidence first comes from the Lord. And that's where I coach from starting with God, who do you say you are? Mm -hmm. And then getting fit for the call as an act of worship, as an act of worship. And so now I get to coach women in, in these sustainable lifestyle tools. And we're seeing all kinds of food, freedom, things that bubble up, um, body image freedom, because we're inviting the Lord in. Mm -hmm. And I had never seen all of those parts and pieces come together. Um, and faster way allows me to do my faith-based coaching. And I, I say, Purpose-driven women, this is for you. It is time. The time is now to get fit for the call. I love that. I think now, are you
2: saying so awesome. faster way or fast a way?
1: I'm saying faster way. It's called faster way to fat loss and fast, faster is if it's, it's coming from fasting. We use intermittent fasting. And so it's not a fast as in timing, like a fast way, but it's faster way. We use intermittent fasting strategically and in a healthy way. So, yeah.
0: That is so interesting that even talking about fasting, um, Sarah, that you bring that up because, um, Becca and I both fasted uh, at the start of the year. We were fasting uh-huh. from different, different things and different, different time frames, but, um, we, we were talking about this not long ago. And I, I said, if there's one thing that I've learned from I, fasting is not something I really grew up hearing a lot about, like it was yeah. not really right. You know, something that was ingrained as a spiritual practice or discipline, uh-huh. you know, it really, it was not even something until the last couple of years that I really even understood, like, you know, why that was, uh, important to do or why it was, you know, a great spiritual practice to even do. And, um, I, I tell you just, I mean, it's, it's kind of part, part funny to me in a way. And, um, but more, I guess, not funny, haha, but almost ironic of when I went through my fast, we did a corporate fast with our church and my fast to me showed how little I really was depending on God. Like it, 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 it's like, I kept I like, Oh, I'm going to maybe get this great big breakthrough. And, 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 I, and for some people, I think that they did get that for me, it was almost like a conviction of you really don't trust me the way that you yeah, think, or that I, and I even think I even told Beck, I said, it's almost like, I feel like God's saying, you don't trust me that I'm going to sustain you in this fasting. Period. Right. Right. And it pinpointed to me, I, I could automatically start um, identifying areas of my life that I wasn't trusting that he would sustain either. So for me, it was, yeah. all, it and, and I say that in such a way of like, it did provide a lot of clarity, this mm-hmm. fasting, this way of approaching, you know, fasting to look at it like yeah, yeah. It, it really pinpointed that, that that area of my walk with the Lord, where I was like, Ooh, mm, I need to, I need to pay attention. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. Yeah. And so if that, I'm glad that you brought that up. I wrote about this in higher pursuits. And interestingly, I wrote higher pursuits while I was on this, my own wellness journey before I became a coach. And I say this because God is so synergistic and he shows us, I found that it was so fascinating. I had an aha moment where the Lord gives us biblical practices like fasting and when sp- I'm specifically talk about food fasting right now, but, um, specifically he gives us, um, biblical spiritual practices that are also good for our body. Okay, so let me explain. I was terrified of food fasting. I would do a social media fast all day long. But to do a food fast, no way. I was so freaked out about um, my blood sugar levels. I didn't want to get shaky, you know. And so then Faster Way taught me how to do a, a fast because we're using whole food nutrition to build up our bodies with good stuff. And then for a fast, your body is well set to then lean in. And, and so what I wanted to say about what's, what's fascinating is getting back to how the Lord is synergistic. So food fasting is good for us because it brings us to a surrender before the Lord, like never before. Yeah. It's also good for our body because it brings on gut health. It helps our immune systems boost it. Gut health then affects so much of part of our body. Isn't it fantastic how the Lord gives us something that will draw closer to him, help us to draw closer to him and then also, um, bring us physical wellness Yeah. and all this as a pre like a, 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 a parentheses around this is if done well. And so I was taught how to do it well, utilizing the more technical side of fasting. And then knowing what I knew about the Lord, like, and knowing what I knew the opportunity there, it came together. And it's like, God, you were so good. I got to spread the word about this yeah. of how, how we, and it's, we don't just do intermittent fasting on Fast way. There's other things, but it's just fascinating that when we invite the Lord in, mm-hmm. um, and then look for the ways that he works heart, soul, mind, and strength yeah. so that we worship him, heart, soul, mind, and strength to go and tell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is the urgency of the hour right now. Oh, we're yeah. seeing, we're seeing revival breaking out. And um, this is only the the tip of it. It's coming. It's coming. That's biblical. What's also coming is a wild world, right? Of the, the, the light and the dark. And the time is now for, especially my passion to equip women so that we are physically ready. Yeah. Um, to give you a story, uh, a bit like sparks of revival broke out at Texas A&M and that's where I live Yeah. and I love my college kids. I love them so much. And we have been praying for this for, for years. And then women and men praying for decades Mm -hmm. for this town. And so they were going up at campus late into the night and I'm like, this is it. I gotta be there y'all. I am 43. Okay. (laughs) I am not 21 or 22. <laughs> so they're out there middle of the night. I'm like, I cannot miss this. They're doing like baptisms in the pond that is like yeah. illegal. They are worshiping like crazy I had to go see this for myself and it got to be like midnight and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I got to like go home and be a mom the next morning and be up at 5am to do the things that I got to do. And so normally, normally had, when I was not quote unquote fit for the call, I would have been wrecked the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. Wrecked. That was Monday, Tuesday. I would have been wrecked because I did not, I was not fueling my body well. I was not, I was leaning into sugar for that extra energy. Oh, yeah. I was leaning into, you know, the, that comfort food to to fill that deficit that I had found in myself physically. A lot of us find our way in that. But I was like, no, no, no this is revival and I have to be ready. Mm-hmm. So I stuck tight to what I knew is true of, of feeding my body well and getting that rest when I could get rest. And instead of going for that sugar, I went for mm-hmm. the, the God-given whole food nutrition. And like, I had that sustainability. And so the thing is why I say this is ladies, the time is now, if you're not getting fit, if you're not getting fit to get in those genes that you want to get into, which that is a real goal We're women get fit for your ministry. So mm-hmm. that you can have longevity in your ministry, bottom line. So I'll stop preaching. No, no, preach that, on.
2: That is that is so goes hand in, in, in gloves with what WMU is talking about with our mental health focus uh, for the next three years as our project health. It, help is mental health and um and you know one of some of the research says that suicide is the greatest uh, cause of death in people 18 to 35 years old and with women so much of that is tied up in how we see ourselves yeah Um, I can't speak for men but so much of it is about body image and what I'll never be and so I think that that just those two go so well hand in hand and I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about um the messages that, that women receive. Yeah. And, um, so on the one hand we have the, you know, the Lizzo body positive, no matter what size shape you are celebrate Mm -hmm. you, which has its pros and cons. And then on the other hand, you have the, the Jillian Michaels, you know, shred it, get it, get it all gone. Um, Lizzo is wrong. Lizzo's unhealthy. Don't do that. And so there are these contrary messages and we know the message that we need to be listening to, which is the message from the Lord, yeah. but how do you, how do you help women find, find that healthy middle ground of messaging and, and, um, just riding your, your, your head for the journey?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: no, that's a great question. And that's real. And there are there, like you
1: said, there's pros and cons on each side, as far as like the idea of being fit. And then the idea of that body positivity, there's pros and cons of that but we know that we're called to live separate from the world. Um, and so and not in the world, not of the world, we're called to um, to live as a living sacrifice before the Lord. And so what does that look like? And how I coach my clients is that instead of calling it self-care, because a lot of that bubbles up, that that terminology, self-care, um, instead of calling it self-care, or instead of even calling it selfish to go and spend 30 minutes to work out, Cause a lot of women won't do it because they, they see that as selfish mm-hmm. because you have all the other things, that, all the other people that you're, you're um you're called to serve mm-hmm. um and, and, and putting yourself would be selfish and not on mission. Um, I'm here to say that middle ground is stop even just calling it self-care or even selfish. And we're calling it stewarding wealth. We're stewarding well, our calling we're stewarding well, the God-given tools that he gives us whole food, nutrition, whole food, nutrition. If it comes from the ground and has a mother, um, that's what we call it with faster way. it comes from the ground and has a mother that is God-given food. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna tell God, okay, Lord, I'm gonna choose that that sugary thing all the time. But sugar's fine. There's a the place with it. It's not fine all the time, but there's a place for it. But hear me say, but on the regular, am I gonna choose to use your tool of whole food nutrition? to then steward. Well, my body mm-hmm. that you have given me to then go, I'll, I'll live on mission. Am I going to steward? Well, my ministry and build into longevity by taking 30 minutes to work out effectively work out. And in, in instead of looking at it as as self-care, because that is selfish. And instead of driving forward, I see so many women, I'm going to be straight up with you girls. I see so many women for the sake and in the name of ministry and for the sake and the name of kingdom work, they are sacrificing their wellness yeah. for oh, the yeah. sake of the name of kingdom. And, and how is that glorifying God? It's not.
2: Yeah. You. I think there's that added yeah. level of it too. When you're, when you're a mom, mm-hmm. um, I went through this real, uh, fitness, I don't know, regrouping, Last year, and I lost about thirty pounds, and part of it was running. Uh, I ran for fitness because you don't really lose a lot of weight running, right, right, um, right. But I did it when I when when I started doing it. I was running with my husband's cross country team, and my whole family was there together, and we were all running together. And then the practice time changed, and I felt like I am not. I don't get home till 15. Yeah. If I'm not with my family during that time, then I am doing them a disservice. Right. If we can't do it together then I probably shouldn't do it because that's time away from them. Yeah. Yeah. So um how do you deal with that 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 messaging to 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 a mom, you know, like
1: Yeah, no. And that's real. I mean, that's real. I'm not saying you forsake your, your roles as, as a, as a purpose-driven woman, whatever role you wear or whatever role you do, it is a fine line. It is a fine line and everybody's schedule is different and everybody's dynamics are different, but it's a matter of, am I going to also model to my kids what healthy wellness and stewarding well looks like? And if they are seeing mom, take 30 minutes to go, you know, build lean muscle mass so that she is strong. And, um, that is an investment well-spent whether or not you're with them or not. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I will just straight up tell moms, you don't have to spend hours at the gym to get fit for the call, but you have to do it effectively using these God given tools. And so, if you're going to invest that time, might as well do something that like is 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 propelling you forward and in, in, in a healthy way. Um, but yeah, it, bottom line, it's it's a it's a strategy thing, and everybody's different. But there is something to be said for teaching your kids, modeling to your kids, holistic well being. Mm -hmm. And when they see their mom going and not doing it for the sake of just getting skinny, but when you say I'm doing this so that I can be my bet, I can, I can show up well for your grandkids, Mm -hmm. paint that picture. That's what I want to do. I do this. I, I tell my son, Hey, I'm heading out to my little workout area for 30 minutes, I will be back. And he knows that this is because mom needs to like, do like, like, like show up well. use these tools so she can show up well for me as a 14 year old son and yell like crazy at my, my football games Mm -hmm. like that. It takes, that takes physical energy that takes Mm -hmm. longevity. And so it's, it's, it's a matter of, okay, looking at your schedule, looking at that time investment and spending that time well with, with effective strategies. It doesn't have to be something that you're spending forever long away from your kids. And especially if they're seeing it or doing it with you, you know, Mm -hmm.
0: One thing too, like as as you're talking, Sarah, that it um uh, I'm I'm flashing back to several years ago. I remember um, our pastor at the time was doing a, a sermon on this, and it I had really never heard anybody talk about um, like what you're talking about, readying our bodies for mission mm-hmm. and for the call. And I remember he asked the question, um, you know, is there something you know within your, your, your body, is there something that is hindering you in terms of your ministry? And I remember sitting in the pew and immediately thinking it was sugar. Like, I mean, cause that it's, and mm-hmm. it's just like what you were saying. It's that go-to it's that comfort. It's all of that. And so even what you're saying about modeling that for our kids, you know, for, you know, even those of you listening that have grandkids and, and nieces and nephews and all of that, but, but in having it be a part of our daily life and, um, I want to read something that you shared recently that it really challenged me and it really stuck with me. And I think it's, it's, I mean, it's on point for what you're talking about, because you said to be fit for the call is to steward that, which God calls very good to steward well, our wellness and our fitness. It means that we show up well for those that we love and serve. And that's a worthy pursuit. And I remember just saving that because it goes along with what you're saying and what you're saying too Becca about it being this, this pull back and forth between well, I want to make changes, but do I do I have the time? Is this a sacrifice for my family? You know, what does all of that look like? And so um I even saved that to challenge myself too. And and I you also said, which I think this is super interesting and something that Becca and I talk a lot about. You said um that one of the costs of not getting fit for the call as women on mission is burnout. And yeah, I w- yeah. I would love to talk about that because um we are seeing it across the board. I mean, there is um, we've seen recent research come out on. Off of the, you know, off of the pandemic in terms of pastors and the effect that it's had on people in ministry and pastoral leadership and um, that, you know, that we've always known burnout is a serious thing, but, Mm -hmm. um, and we talk a lot about that in terms of mental health and all of that, but I would love for you just to touch on on that in terms of we've all probably felt burnout in some way. We've had seasons of burnout. We've had positions that maybe we've burned out on or, um, or even just in our spiritual walk with the Lord had those times of burnout. And so um, I think it's so interesting to look at that in terms of that being, um, you know, that that's a cost that that comes with that, is that, that we're, we're really risking that, that burnout piece, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, I'll go back to the fact that um, the statement and it, it, it'll get under people's skin, but it got under mine. You know, I had to like have a real talk, real chat between me and the Lord of like in my drive forward in name of kingdom work, am I forsaking that which God calls very good? So we'll start with that part of mm-hmm. what you said. So yeah. Yeah. so the Lord gives us whole food nutrition. That is that is like God-given food. Sugar is, is like I said, I will disclaim all day long. Food is not bad. It is how we steward it well. So there are things like sugar that are the culprit of a lot of things. So I will nail that on sugar. But- <laughs> As far as when we're looking at at like a mindful way of food, food is not bad. How does it make it feel? How does this make it, how does it make us feel and how does it steward? Well, what God has given us. Mm -hmm. So, um, that, which God calls very good is us are we going to utilize this God-given gift to then let him, or are we going to slap the the giver in the face by saying, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to steward. Well, this gift that you've given me to then be able to give me so much physical energy. Food gives us, mental clarity, the ways that the anti-ox berries have antioxidants, mm-hmm. um, berries have anti-inflammatory effects where, you know, we start feeling bloated or our joints start hurting or a headache. Food is God-given medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and And are we going to steward that well? Yeah. On the flip side, burnout comes when we aren't utilizing these tools and I'll give you just a very, I just, I keep going back to, are we going to look at these, these tools as, um, weapons against us, or are we going to use, look at them as Mm -hmm. um, gifts from the good father Mm -hmm. and back to way the Lord is so synergistic. I was reading in a secular book. Okay. This gal is secular to the core, but science tells us that exercise any different forms of exercise exercise D, uh, exercise sensitizes our brain to joy. Wow. Exercise sensitizes. It reorganizes our brain to have more joy. That is so, very interesting. Isn't that interesting? Now very. I'm not trying to humanize anything. Okay. Roll with me here. Isn't it interesting how the Lord has given us physical movement and the ways that moves around the chemicals and the hormones in our body to then give us joy. Is the Lord our root of our joy? Is the Lord the root of our strength? The joy, the Lord is our strength. Yes, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But is why do why do we have to separate that out? Because he made our body, heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he's given us tools to use to give us joy. So we're talking about mental health, those kinds of things. But the bottom line is we have to fine tune our body with the tools that we've been given yeah. because the opposite is the devil would have his way with the things that that like would work against us, like sugar. Sugar wreaks havoc on our hormones. Mm-hmm. Sugar wreaks havoc on your insulin levels. You think you crash at 5 p.m., what we my mom used to call witching hour, arsenic hour, you know, back mm-hmm. in the eighties, cause you're like, everybody's grumpy. That's because you might not have been fueling your body well through the day, to eating well, and yeah. then you crash, and then that's where it, it, I tell everybody, you know, if, if you're hungry, tired, uh, hormonal, stressed out, I tell a lot of people put away your phone because what happens then you start scrolling to do that fix, right? Yeah. That fix to yeah. feel better, and it makes you feel worse because you yeah. start feeling jealous of that gal who looks like she has the perfect life. Mm-hmm. But it all goes together. If we are Mm -hmm. utilizing these tools of wellness. All right. Um, Heart, soul, mind, and strength. So yeah,
2: just, I think that, that we've got like the, the, we've got the motivation now. So what are your, what are your first steps that you would say to, to, yeah,
0: that's what I was going to ask too. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Let's get someone who wants to get get, started make it, make it not overwhelming, you know, right? let's get practical you, um, on
1: the food side, you start to shop the perimeter of your grocery store. Okay. So that means you're shopping whole foods, vegetables, vegetables, fruit, proteins, um, you're shopping, anything that does not like start looking for those things that are from the ground and has a mother packaged food. There's a place for those that there's some more clean items, but if you're wanting to just have something, have an idea of how do I even start looking at whole food? It literally is the perimeter of your grocery store. And really it'll save you money. Those packaged foods are expensive. Um, it'll save you money. Another practical thing, hydrate, hydrate. We've got to drink our water. We need to be drinking, um, about in ounces, about half of our body weight, at mm-hmm. least, at least mm-hmm. hydration is key. Hydration. If we're dehydrated, a lot of those, um, a physical and mental things that pop up of like feeling tired, feeling um hungry. It's because you're thirsty. Mm-hmm. And I'm I can tell that st- that is a
0: hundred percent true, Sarah, because I can tell the days when I have not gotten my water in because I I do. I'm a I'm a big water drinker. Good, but um, but I'm on now because I'm in my routine on the weeks where I start to fall short as the weekends because we're on the go. We're this. I will always have my water with me, but I can tell a difference when I have not hydrated. Like I mean, I remember it was this past weekend and I had been um, we'd been running places and cleaning and you know like doing all the things and at the end of the day I was like oh my gosh I feel spent like. Right. Uh, and I started to trace back and I thought, what did I put in my body today? Like, and I started doing a lot of, I started asking myself a lot of those questions when I was in the throes of, you know, having panic attacks and just, yeah, body yeah. Because I found out that caffeine
2: mm-hmm. was
0: really, uh, was one of those things that was contributing uh-huh. to that from yeah. terms of not making my body feel good. That's just like what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, and so I started to trace back and I thought, what if I put in my body? And I thought, oh yeah, I put Dr. Pepper. I put Coke. I put a Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't have water. It's like, yeah I, it's like, Where was my, where was my water? And it was like, that was non-existent yeah. that day. And, and I yeah. could feel the difference in my body. I could. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third thing I would say is women, we've got to put
1: away those tiny little pink dumbbells and you've got to lift heavy. And when I say lifting heavy that means strength training, lifting, building muscle. You're not going to be a bodybuilder. Okay. Trust me that takes so much work and that takes so much protein. It -hmm. takes so much. Um, but building muscle is where your longevity comes in. Um, building muscle is then where you start to, um, like burn fat and building muscle then gives you energy, but it takes more than just the little pink dumbbells. You got to start building getting strong. And like I say, strong is the new sexy. Like I, my whole thing is like, let's feel confident by doing amazing things with our bodies in effective ways. And so that's what I, I I coach my clients in with these workouts where we build muscle and then the the weight loss and the fat loss takes care of itself. And along the way you start feeling so strong and it feels so good to do cool things with your body because mm-hmm. you're doing you're getting strong but it takes the commitment to say okay like those little pink dumbbells are not going to cut it um mm-hmm. in fact no, not many people know that at the age of 25 if you were doing nothing if at the age of 25 you're without like any kind of uh, consistent uh, uh mindset on exercise women lose about five percent of their bo- uh, muscle mass every year every really? year, starting at age 25, if you're not doing anything. oh and Lord. so, yeah. And so to me, that's Uh-oh. like, if I want to be, have longevity in my, um, in my ministry, if I want to be that grandma that can run circles around her grandkids, It starts now, Mm -hmm. um, building that building that muscle mass that is just a it propels you forward. Mm -hmm. Um, but not everybody has the has the know-how or the tools. And um, and it really just starts though with getting rid of the little pink dumbbells. You gotta lift heavy.
2: Like, come on now, my little pink dumbbell. Don't I need to start with my little pink dumbbell? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) No,
1: no, no, right. But we can't stay there. So it's called progressive. I we teach progressive overload where you're building and building and building mindfully um, to get strong. Does that mean you're going to be a bodybuilder? No, but everybody starts somewhere. But I, I see so many women just doing these little light white weights, reps, thinking they're building muscle and you're not. And so, um, you got to keep progressing just like we go, you know, deep cries out to deep calling into the Lord, progressing Mm. forward and inviting him into that. The Lord has told me, taught me so many amazing things while doing burpees y'all. It's amazing when you invite the Lord in. So that's my, yeah, that's what I mean by that.
0: I think that's interesting too, Sarah, because, and I know you've shared about this recently and we're going to link your Instagram, if that's okay, we'll link that in the show notes so people can check that out. Um, You were talking about exercise being like, you know, using that as a time of of worship and surrender and the ways that even during exercise, the Lord meets with us. And I think that that's an interesting and important way to look at this, you know, too. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that Becca, you had, had the same thought about, you know, tools, like how, how, how to start. Like if you're, you know, maybe somebody like, like me, who, who like, like I'm just sitting here calculating all the muscle mass that I Losing through
2: the year. I mean, you carry a baby, you do housework. Exactly, you're not, you're exactly. exactly right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. doing
1: nothing, right? That's yeah. what I said. If women are not doing anything, if they're not doing anything, this yeah. is what could be happening. So it's just an eye opener. Yeah. Ahead, what were
0: you saying? No, I was just, um, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Um, not doing. I no, I haven't done anything, but I hadn't done a lot of any a lot of everything either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, I, I, yeah, I just think that's really interesting to look at. Um, using that as a time with the Lord and how it it goes back to what you were, what you guys were talking about earlier in terms of, um, you know, the guilt that we will feel as women about taking time out to, to exercise or to even put the work into uh, eating healthier to, you know, really making the commitment to, you know, get our bodies more fit for the call, like you're talking Mm -hmm. about. Like, um, and I think looking at it that way, I'm hoping, uh, really does free some people, mm-hmm. um, from, from seeing that as a, as a, as a thing that we should feel guilty of for taking that time to, to work on our bodies, to work on our health in that way, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything, you know, it's a worthy pursuit. Like I said, like you mentioned that I wrote on it's a worthy pursuit because you're stewarding well what God has given you on this earth and, um, and not in a way that you're, um, it can go obviously the other way of selfishness and and obsession and things like that. But if you yeah. stay in line of saying I'm stewarding well, and then
0: using your time well, um, it, it's a worthy pursuit. Yeah. I love that. Well, I know our time with you is, is short and coming to a close, but before we go, I want to talk with you about your book. Um, and we'll link that in the show notes for people we'll do you, you talked about it a little bit already when we were talking about revival and, um, really, it was so interesting when we're looking at the revival that's been happening, like you mentioned already at Texas a and we've had Asbury, we've had places yeah. all over the world that are popping up with revival. And I'm I'm curious to know, um, because your, your whole book is talking about how we position ourselves for everyday revival and, and yeah. looking at those pieces. And I'm curious to know what, what's that journey with God been like for you that your heart, because I, I've known you, like I said, for a long time, for years, your heart has been turned towards this, um, towards revival. Like, I mean, I've seen it and the, you know, um, just the way that you're, you've done your ministry, you know, things you've written about and spoken about, but I I know your heart has been very in tune to this for a long time. So it's like, Mm. I'm curious to know, um, What's that been like for you to see these, you know, which you've talked about a little bit already, but uh, to see these revivals popping up and then just how that even was so strongly laid on your heart that you wrote an entire book uh-huh. about revival. Like, I mean, it's, it's so good. And, um, and just, I mean, I can't tell you the the highlights of, of your book because it's just, it's so, um, we just don't hear, I don't say we don't hear about revival a lot, but we're hearing obviously about it a lot more now. But this idea of, of this everyday revival happening and yeah. coming into the presence of God in this just yeah. this mighty, mighty way. And I'm just curious what that's been like, how, you yeah. know, to see people doing that, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, um, so I, it took every bit of me not to get on a plane to go to Asbury. Yeah. <laughs> um, it took every bit of me, but I did not go because I heard, I felt like I heard the Lord say, you stay put, you need to lead revival in your own hometown. Mm. And we did, we, I mean, I didn't lead the revival at a Texas a That was not, these were the students, Holy spirit moving in a mighty way. But more, this looks like for me, my hometown is like praying for the students, mm-hmm. um, with, with fellow prayer warriors of revivalists in my own hometown. Um, what I, my big, my big thing is, is, um, there's more, there's more. And so what we have is not, it, it, we can't to get to the place of, um, what we have with the Lord, um, is, is in, it, I'm, I'm, I'm like tiptoeing on my words here. Um, what we have is not enough. And we can't get into the place of, okay, Lord, you did your thing. That's enough. Like that's, that's all that there is. That's that's a better place. That's all that there is. Um, Because the Lord, um, I believe it's biblical. I mean, it is in the end times, there will be a last harvest of souls, of souls. And um, for me, my, I felt like I heard the Lord say, I will be looking, there will be multitudes, multitudes coming and, and having an encounter with the face of the living God. And, uh, but, but there will be, I heard the Lord say there will be no longer a need for celebrity Christians if there ever really was. Oh yeah. And, um, and then I, then I was hearing from him. I was like, hey, So Lord, what does that mean? He said, I felt like he was showing me, he'll be looking to and fro for those who handle the word rightly to then go and disciple the multitudes who just had an encounter with the living God. They mm. didn't need it. They didn't need a celebrity Christian. They came face to face with the presence yeah. of God. What does that look like? I don't know. We don't have a paradigm for that in, in kind of Western Christianity, right. like the, you know, or especially those who are not in the charismatic kind of movements. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, we don't make a ton of space for the Holy spirit. So my deal mm-hmm. right now is looking like asking Lord, show me, show us your glory. Give us a heart for you alone. Yeah. And there's got, there's more, this is not enough. Like we have yeah. to have that hunger for God himself, yeah. not just a movement. God himself, and not just a celebrity Christian leading the way. Yeah. Um. And, and we have to have a, a posture of repentance and, and a desire for God himself. So that starts with us setting aside the things that we've always done in the name of ministry, mm-hmm. um, in the name of a church service and being willing to let the Holy spirit move. And yeah. if that means people are coming and Him in repentance, don't stop the service.
0: Yeah.
2: If
1: that means like, you know, you have your agenda at the prison ministry, Mm -hmm. but the women are crying out for the Lord because the Holy spirit just tugged on their heart and they're ready. That means you do what you got to do. Set aside what your plan was for that day and start praying like crazy Mm -hmm. with them and get them in a place of surrender, not get them, but, but lead them into Mm -hmm. a place of surrendering before the Lord that's revival. And I don't know that we're quite there yet. I think Asbury was absolutely an open door. I've studied what that, what that, um, yeah, what they did to keep the celebrities out. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just say it, what they did yeah. to draw the line of yes. the celebrity Christian kind of mentality. Yep. And it was so pure. Um, but, but what we have is not enough. There's more mm-hmm. and it's a hunger and it's a desire, but it's a time to be ready to make ready.
0: Yeah.
2: I was just talking at a church, um, on Sunday and I, and I said, I, our days are few and our burden has to increase mm-hmm. our burden for the lost must mm-hmm. increase. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if we are going to, if we're going to reach them, uh, we've got to use every tool that we've got. And like you said, part of that, you can't just spend yourself. You've got oh. to be putting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for, for ministers and, and for those of us in parachurch ministry, ministry, yeah. it is, it, it, it is a constant giving away, giving away, giving away. And you realize, okay, when, when did I last read the Bible devotionally? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like it's so often it's in preparation for, right. Exactly. For yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to receive I'm ministry. guilty of that too. Yeah.
1: But yeah. like okay. seeking the, I call it seeking the face of God. Mm-hmm. We've got to come so close to him for ourselves and seek himself, God himself, mm-hmm. not just what he gives us. Not just the ways he's using us, ladies, you're women on mission, but you have to go forth first seeking God himself, not the ways that he's going to use you, because that is beautiful. He's given you that drive for ministry, that passion for ministry, but it's, it starts with getting so close, getting so close to the face of Jesus. You can see the gloss, your fear, your, you can see your reflection in the gloss of his eye. Mm -hmm. And that means like sitting before him, Lord, show me who you are. Show me who you are give me a heart for you alone. Not even that ministry I'm doing. Give me a heart for you alone. That's where everyday revival comes and it's time to make ready. It's time to make ready.
0: Yeah. I think that, well, that preached to me Um, (laughs) because I think, and it's like you said, Becca, we're, we're so guilty of doing that, especially when you're when you're in ministry, when you're serving in ministry, in, in any capacity, whether it's full-time, whether it's, you know, you're serving right. your church, I mean, in, in any capacity, when you are someone who is giving out constantly uh in that way, or you're constantly studying in preparation yeah. for something, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it, it, that was so beautiful to come back and just, and just be in, being just in his presence and just, just for him, not, not to, not to get anything out of it, but right. just, just for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, I want to end on, on one, um I, I want, it's not really a light question really, but I, I want to know, you have said so much that I just, I know we'll, we'll all keep digesting as we go, but I want to know if you could say sort of one thing to encourage um, the woman listening, you know, to, to keep running on mission, to, to, to keep in this, keep showing up, keep putting that work in um, keep seeking him just like you're, you're yes. just saying, I'm what, what's something to sort of, to end on that we wrap up that maybe even challenges us or encourages us. Like, um, you know, the, the, the work is there. Like, it's like, you just yeah. said, like the, the burden is great. The burden is, uh, is not a light one. Um, you know, the yoke is heavy. How, yeah. how, how do we keep in it? you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I say it's every day. It's an everyday revival. It's not one big event. Mm -hmm. So it's an everyday invitation to do what I said before. God, show me who you are. Mm -hmm. I am feeling overwhelmed. Show me who you are, Lord. I'm hungry. And I want that big old candy bar. Show me who you are, Mm -hmm. God. I need to feel confident, but first God, show me who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, and only then, so I call that sitting under the light of his glory then and let the light of his glory, then shine into every space of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, even the darkest, hardest spaces so that then you can shine out. And a, as, as a woman on mission who is vibrant and who is ready and fit for the call, mm-hmm. but it starts with showing God, show me who you are mm-hmm. and, and and
0: then make ready for how he will move. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I think you have challenged us. I, I think just to to look at this and go, how how are we readying our our bodies, of course, but also our minds and how it all connects together. Like this, is it all connects, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, to to be women who are who are not just running on mission, but like you said, but are sustainable to run this, you know, to, to run on mission and to, to really live out this, this call to, to be on mission and, you know, in our churches and our communities and in all of these places that we are. So I love that. I think, I think that's awesome. Um, I
2: think we have to go in, into it without an out, right? Like, okay, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes we, we, we go in and and we say, but if it doesn't work out, if it, if it, if it, if it, I, I, I might go into it thinking with the out of potatoes come from the earth. I, I, mean, I love potato. That is a whole food nutrition. <laughs> listen. It's my favorite free, starch. <laughs> I and tell I my not discriminate all based on based on country. So a French potato is it's a good potato, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, listen, we utilize all the whole food, like the rainbow, but you go in without an out. Um, knowing that like just like you you go in with in a ministry without an out, because that's the call of God on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. and then you've got to then steward well is mm-hmm. that that's how that's how you go in without an out, stewarding well.
2: So we've got to have oh, that yeah. mentality of pursuit. We are yes. pursuing God through through our health. We are pursuing yeah. God. Um, in in our in our devotional lives we are pursuing God in our actions like that that idea there's a relentlessness to a pursuit yeah yeah that's that's the mentality so good
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and ultimately I think we have to decide if we're in or not you know it's like we can't we can't tiptoe we can't stick our foot in our toe in the water it's got to be you're you're in and if you're in you got to be all in you know yeah yeah. and and
2: baby waits
0: no baby waits waits, that's right (laughs) everybody's going to go out we're going to get these we're going we're going to get our weight Sarah listen <laughs> find me on Instagram I'll help you she definitely will we're, we're definitely going to put that in the show notes and thank you so much Sarah this is I mean it's ministered to me personally in so many ways I hope it's I know I shouldn't say I hope I know it's ministered to our listeners too and um it's just an important conversation to have I think it's something that we we know in our head like we we have to get ready for this we have to ready our but it's 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 one of those, it's one of those hard things. It's like, oh, yeah, we, but you know, but yeah. I don't know, I could do this. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and I, I think you've, you just, you've just challenged all of us, I think so well to to continue to look at this and, and what this means. Yeah. And, and even in terms of having that everyday revival in our lives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, so, thank
2: they you. so many things, but I do just want to go back to the t- the two main things. Her, her book is higher pursuits. And if you want Sarah's words, go, go, go there. And then the company that she trains through is faster way, faster way. Um, and she's a coach through, through that. So, um, Thank if you're you. looking for Sarah, go to Higher pursuits. If you're, if you're <laughs> looking for the system, go to faster way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm happy to help you get fit for the call. That is my joy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for you.
2: If we join faster way, can we ask for you? Yes.
1: So we can link that in the notes. Uh I run a, I run a six week new client jumpstart about every month and we tiptoe in to learning how to use these sustainable lifestyle tools that the faster way offers. And then you get me as your coach, as your faith-based Bible mentor and biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we can link that in the show notes as well. Definitely will.
2: And I me and Amanda, I'm gonna bring us our sweatbands. Yeah. Girls, I love it. 30 minutes of work at lunch. We'll do it. I love
0: together. it. Yeah. We'll Let's br- do it, girls. Let's that's do it. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to brainstorm that because that yeah, that, that's definitely that's definitely gonna have to be in the cards. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah. I love you dearly. I'm so thankful for you <laughs> and just the you know, just the cheer you really truly are a cheerleader and encourager. Um and and we we need that we need we need women um, who 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 push us to keep going and encourage us in in the call that we have on our lives each of us whatever that looks like and so yeah. um, I appreciate your your wisdom thank you. this, yeah your, your own surrender in in this journey that you you know even taken us on and so we're so thankful for you and appreciate you so much it was so fun and thank you
2: now oh, go goodbye
0: now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so go by cowbell in sarah's honor t- listen. seriously
1: <laughs> don't give me any more ideas <laughs>
0: oh, well all right friends this has been super fun and um, we have been uh, it's been very encouraging to you and um becca anything else before we wrap up
2: no in fact i'm just just thinking i've got to leave here in like an hour to get to a soccer game so oh, there you go ready to cheer ready, ready girl <laughs>
0: ready to cheer. well we will see you on the next episode friends Thanks for listening to Beyond the Moment.